We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. Catches, kicks, Dort for the win. It's good! Another ferocious slam by Hamadou Diallo. For the lead, Gilgis Alexander got it! The Thunder lead by one! What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game edition where the Thunder have lost to the Utah Jazz 106 to 96. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffen. And after this Thunder loss, I went live on the Locker Room app to break down the game, the where the Thunder currently stand as far as the tank is concerned and their draft pick. But most importantly, let's not bury the lead here, guys. We talk about Lou freaking Dort. 42 points, a career high, a career high and made three-pointers at seven. The dude just snapped. He just went off. He might have had a concussion, but this dude was unconscious tonight. Incredible performance by Lou. I broke it all down on the Locker Room app. If you guys haven't already, make sure you go download the Locker Room app. It's currently only on iOS, uh, but it's coming to Android very soon. But download the Locker Room app. Tons of awesome conversations going on in there every day. And you can find every single one of our post-game podcasts live in there. You can talk in the chat feature. You can come up and speak uh, actual like voice with us on the show. It's a it's a great time. We love interacting with you guys on Locker Room. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast and continuing to download. We appreciate you all so, so, so much. If you wouldn't mind, while you're listening to this episode, go hit that podcast app button. 
and click the five star rating for the uncontested. It means a lot to us. Just write a little blurb. You can just put a Lou is the goat um, or fade for Cade or we love the uncontested, whatever. Um, but but those things go a long way as far as just it, it, it makes me feel good personally. It also helps the podcast be uh, more public and more seen. And so we would really appreciate that if you guys would do that as well. Also, I mentioned it in the locker room show, but if you are interested at all, go check out our Twitter page at the underscore uncontested, where we have dropped the links for our Dortal Combat and our Lu Tang Clan t-shirts. There's never a better time to buy a Lu shirt than after he drops a career high 42 points, right? So if you're interested in getting some fresh swag as we enter the summer months, go hit that up. Without further ado, let's get you over to my locker room chat uh, on all things Thunder vs. Jazz, and of course, my man, Lou Dort. So the Oklahoma City Thunder, the tank continues as they lose to the Utah Jazz, 106-96. to It was an interesting game that started off uh, with the Thunder just absolutely on fire going up 31 to 22 at the end of the first quarter. And it was a bigger lead than that early on in the first. Uh, But then the Thunder really get blown out in the second and third quarters uh, before making a bit of a comeback in the fourth, end up losing by 10. But let's not bury the lead here, guys. Let's not beat around the bush. We got to get straight to it. And that is that our guy, the GOAT, Lugens Dort absolutely snapped tonight. This man played out of his damn mind. The Lu Tang clan ain't nothing to F with as Lou Dort goes for a career high 42 points, shoots 52% from the field, 16 of 31, shoots 64% from three. Left a little bit to be desired on the free throw line. Three of seven. Had seven rebounds, three assists, four steals. This man was possessed tonight uh, and just had it going from the word go. I think he had the Thunder's first eight points or eight of their first ten, hit two threes and a layup. And from there, it was just, it was just watch out, man, because he was on a roll. He wasn't pulling back. And he just straight said, he said, F it, I'm going for it. And it was so wonderful to watch. And the 42 was incredible. But man, he left four points at the free throw line. There were a handful of layups that he missed at the rim, like on fast breaks or getting open underneath the basket. If he converts those, this man is legit flirting with a 50 piece tonight. And I would just lose my damn mind. Like it was a legit possibility that Luke could have had 50. Um, just an unreal performance on his second game back after con- concussion protocol. He might've not been concussed, but this man was straight unconscious. I mean, just, just incredible. It was so much fun to watch. Um, it really makes you excited for the future of this team. Yes. The Thunder have been getting uh, their butts kicked and and taking L's nonstop for like the past three weeks. Uh, Yes, they are currently in an active tanking situation trying to better their draft pick. 
But when you look at this team, you look at Shea Gilgis-Alexander, you look at Dort, you look at the promise that guys like Teo Maladone and Alexei Pokushevsky have, you look at some of the role players that are on this team, the Kenrich Williams, uh, the Ty Jeromes, the Svima Hiluks, and you consider all of that, especially, especially looking at Shea, Dort, and, and I think Poku has an incredibly high skill floor. And then you think about adding one, maybe two top 10, or top 10, top five picks to this team. Dude, it's like, oh, it, it, it's just so much fun to think about, right? The, the sky is the limit for this team. And it's so much fun to watch a guy like Lou go off like this. Undrafted, you know, a defensive specialist, just absolute clamps defensively. But then to be able to come out and just have the shooting performance that he had tonight, career high 42 points, career high seven made three pointers, um, just the confidence coming out of him going up, especially against Utah, who's one of the better defensive teams in the league. Just super, super impressive. You got to love it. So, Hey, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast version, we are live on the Locker Room app tonight. Uh, those of you who are logged into Locker Room and tuning in right now, please, if you have questions, comments, drop them in the chat. If you want to hop up on stage, hit that request to speak button. I'd love to get some of you guys up here, get your thoughts on the Thunder and Lou Dort's massive performance tonight. Uh, so hit that request to speak button. Let's get you up here. Let's, uh, let's, let's chat some Thunder basketball. Um, moving on from Lou for just a moment. We'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back to Lou. But I wanted to talk about the Thunder's strong start and, and strong finish. Uh, and this is an interesting thing to me that I've really been considering. Uh, during this losing streak, the Thunder have started games strong uh, and then faltered down the stretch. And I've started to wonder how much of that is the Thunder just playing really, really good and then um, struggling down the stretch? And how much is it that these teams, like Utah, the number one team in the league, comes in and just doesn't take the Thunder very seriously from the word go? And then from there, uh, they they learn really quickly, oh, this team isn't just going to lay down. They're going to fight and they're going to claw, and we have to we have to play hard in order to have a chance to win this game, right? I, I, it's in this interesting dynamic of is it the Thunder playing good or is it the other teams that they're playing not really taking them seriously from the jump? Uh, this interesting dynamic that I think is uh, evolving as this season goes on, uh, but it's going to be uh, interesting to see if that changes at all, right? Um, you would think by now that teams would start to realize this Thunder team isn't going to quit. They're not going to lay down. Uh, they're not just going to take their L and move on. They're going to fight hard. They're going to play tough. They're going to claw and scratch and bite all the way through the end uh, of of the game. And if you want to get a win, and you should get a win against the Thunder team because they're sitting a lot of guys, you're going to have to earn it. So it's this interesting dynamic, you know, the, and – it played out perfectly in this game tonight. The Thunder started off really hot. Uh, I had mentioned 31 to 22 at the end of the first quarter. The fourth quarter, the Thunder won at 27 to 18. So the Thunder win the the bookend quarters, but the two middle quarters, they get blown out. Is that that Utah came in, didn't take the Thunder seriously, and then Utah built a 20-point lead and took their foot off the gas? Or is that, um, you know, that, that the Thunder 
played really well in those moments, right? It, so it's it's very interesting, um, an interesting dynamic there. So um, I also want to talk about another player real quick, uh, and we'll get back to Dort. I know a lot of you guys are dropping Dort comments uh, in the chat, so I will get to those. Uh, I wanted to mention Moses Brown really quick, though. Uh, Moses tonight, 12 points, 15 rebounds, two steals, a block. Uh, the all no, this uh, one of two Thunder players. No, wait, sorry, I lied. There's a handful of them. Um, but Moses led the team in plus minus tonight. Uh, Justin Robinson in two minutes was a plus two. Jalen Horde in 11 minutes, a plus eight. Josh Hall and Tony Bradley, uh, both with, with plus ones. Baisley with a plus seven, uh, but Moses Brown with a plus 10. So Moses had a, a solid night um, in the plus minus category, uh, but 12 points, 15 rebounds against maybe defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. And again, this begs the question, kind of the, the same argument I was just making on, are the Thunder playing good or is, are their opponents playing down to them? Uh, I wonder, is, is Moses Brown's numbers, are those empty stats? Or are we seeing something here? Um, he's an incredible rebounder, right? Five offensive rebounds tonight. Uh, two steals is impressive. His one block was incredibly emphatic. Uh, 12 points. A lot of that was like garbage points, right? Like putbacks and stuff like that. Uh, he had 12 points on eight shots, four of eight from the field, four of four from the free throw line. It's going to be interesting to see the growth of Moses for the rest of this season and then into next season, is he a guy that can be like a legitimate bench big man in the NBA? Um, or are these just empty calorie stats that are not going to make him a productive NBA player? Now that's going to be kind of interesting to see as we move forward and something that I'll be monitoring, but really nice night from Moses tonight. I would say tonight was his best night. Uh, since his 2020 game against the Boston Celtics a few weeks ago. So really good showing from Moses as well. All right, let's get to the chat because you guys have been blowing it up. Um, uh, Colin says, obviously Lou has proven he can score, but is it reasonable to think he won't ever average more than 15 points considering the Thunder have guys like Shea and Poku, and then you add a top five pick to that? Uh, I think that's very fair, Colin. Um you know, I, I think that is definitely applicable. Maybe Lou averages for his uh, career in Oklahoma City and, and moving forward, maybe he becomes a uh, like a 12 or 13 point a game kind of night. Um, I'm actually pulling his uh, stats for this year up right now. Lou is at 12.6 points on the season. Uh, and this is before tonight. Um, so that average is going up uh, 33% from the three point line, 45% from from two. Uh, so yeah, I, I think maybe 12, 13 is maybe right where he will, will fall at. And I think that would be great. Um, the one place I think Lou can really grow. He's, I think he's proven that he can shoot the ball and we know he's a lockdown defender. I think the one place where he can really grow is finishing at the rim. Um, he's such a bulldog that he can muscle through people and get to the rim. He's got to become better at finishing there. Uh, and so that's going to be a fun development to watch for him over, um, the coming games this year and, and in the next season and just his development as a player. Uh, Justin Lowe says, if the Thunder can't get into the top five with their own pick, do you think Dort becomes expendable? Ooh, Justin, that's a really good question, right? Dort is on maybe the best contract in the NBA uh, considering how long he's locked up for the amount of money and his production. 
he would be an attractive trade piece uh, for sure to to teams. So does he become expendable? I don't know. Uh, but I think if you are trying to trade up, he's probably one of the players that teams are asking for. Uh, Ronald says, Dort will be a Marcus Smart type player on a contender, which is still very good. Yeah, I think we... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Com- compared Dort uh, a lot to Marcus Smart. Um, you know, that, that's a very popular comp because of the defensive tenacity, uh, the the body build, etc. cetera. Uh, I've comped him a little bit to like the Trailblazers era, Wes Matthews. I think that's kind of a fun one. Wes was a better shooter. Maybe Dort can get to that level of shooting, but Wes was also just a freaking bulldog defensively for those Blazers teams. Uh, so I think maybe Dort could could be something like that as well. But even if he becomes a Marcus Smart type player, Ronald, that is incredible for an undrafted player, right? Marcus Smart was taken in the top 10. Dort was not taken in the top 60. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Uh, Silver, uh, flip side of Justin's question, does this make Dort almost untouchable now? Um, I I don't think so. I think your untouchables on the team are uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, maybe Alexei Pokashevsky. Um, Now, the Thunder love Lou Dort, and it's going to take a lot to pry him away, but uh, I don't think he is really untouchable on this team. Uh, Let's see, who else do we have in here? Um, Jeremiah, I wonder how the anti-tankers are getting through this. Uh, Jeremiah, my advice to the anti-tankers would be 
sit back, enjoy performances like you got from Lou tonight, and cross your fingers that those lottery balls fall in the right spot. The Thunder are setting themselves up with great odds to land one top five pick, either their own or that Houston Rockets pick that could fall to number five. Um, And even if they fall outside of the top five, the Thunder have the ammo to trade into the top five. Alex says, one of you guys mentioned next year might be real tank. I don't see it with an off-season development. I think they make a jump. Not a contender, but as currently constructed, I think play-in perhaps. Yeah, Alex, that was um, that was our co-host Nick Crane who mentioned that. And it's this interesting dynamic. Like, the Thunder are, are going to have less vets next season. But when you see the development of guys like Shea Gilgis-Alexander, like Lou Dort, uh, how big of a jump does a guy like Poku make from year one to year two? I keep saying that the Thunder have this development factory, right? Where they're churning guys out and they are developing quickly. Um, So next year becomes very interesting. And I think we're going to learn a lot uh, come the draft and the off season on what Sam Presti's vision for the future of this team is. Uh, Silver asks, what's going on with Baisley? Um, Well, he, this is his second game to play in like God knows how long. So it's just going to take him a while to get his feet back under him to get back up to game speed. Um, I would give Baisley uh, a pretty big pass for the past two games and the next handful of games, and then hopefully start to see something from him coming down the stretch, some growth here. Uh, I think it's pronounced Rishi. I hope I pronounced that right. Lou can definitely reach 15 to 17 if he improves his finishing. It's probably his greatest efficiency so far. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. His finishing at the rim has got to be better. Uh, but if slash when he gets there, he becomes a really competent offensive player. Um, Blaine, Lou definitely getting a nice extension in the summer of next season. Yeah, he'll be extension eligible. It's a fun thought experiment to think like if Lou Dort was a free agent this coming summer, what's the market? I think he gets like 15 to 17 million a year. And that's not an exaggeration. Like I think he is worth 15 to 17 million a year. Uh, So it's going to be really fascinating to see kind of what those extension talks look like uh, another year from now. But Lou has been, um, he continues to impress, man. That's all I can say. He, you know, I'm not going to say anything was more impressive than the 42 tonight because God damn, that dude just hooped tonight. But he had some, some defensive plays against Donovan Mitchell, who's been on a freaking tear where like Lou moves his feet so quickly laterally and he pulls his arms back like to shoulder level and like defends with his chest. And it's just like a guy built like that should not be able to move like he moves. It's just freaking incredible. And we're going to get to see you guys in the chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think tomorrow night, Wednesday night, April 14th will be the first time Lou has played against Steph Curry. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. That's going to be a blast to watch. It's going to be so much fun to watch Lou try to guard him. Uh, Colin says, say the Thunder draft, Kate Cunningham or Suggs. Who gets bumped from the starting lineup? Ooh, that's fun. Do you play like, let's say they get Suggs. Do you play a starting lineup of Shea, Suggs, Dort, uh, Baisley or Poku, and then whoever your center is? Uh, I think they might go three-guard lineup. And... uh Hook it into a needle and stick it straight into my veins, man. I'm ready. Uh, Rishi again asks, anyone else think we could have gotten to the play in this season if everyone was healthy and playing? 
they were playing at a play-in level. I, I fully believe that. If Al Horford was still playing, if uh, Mike Muscala is still playing, if Shea Godes Alexander is still playing, right? This team is a good team. Like they continually outperform what they're supposed to do. Um, Alex asked, "What makes Dort untouchable?" Then, because someone who can lock down a Harden and go big occasionally offensively seems a very good piece. Yeah, Alex. No, I totally agree. It is a very, very great piece, and it's a it's a role, role type player that every team in the NBA wants. A lockdown defender like Lou who can shoot the ball. But the reason he he is not an untouchable in my mind is an untouchable means you're not an, an untouchable is Luka Doncic. An untouchable is like Jason Tatum. An untouchable is a Giannis Antetokounmpo, a LeBron James, an Anthony Davis. Uh, you don't trade them unless they're, they like demand a trade. If you can trade Lou to get a player that has superstar potential, you do it. I love Lou Dort. I would go to war for Lou Dort, right? Sign me up in the Lou Tang army. I'm ready to go. I'll fight to the death. But if you can get a franchise-changing superstar and all-NBA-level talent, I think you got to do it. Um, my guy Ty Windish, the host of the Eurostep podcast, covers the Milwaukee Bucks, Blue Wire fam. Uh, Ty says, this guy Dort put up 42 points and just two turnovers. I didn't realize the two turnovers. Two turnovers to four steals. Dude, Lou's an animal. Absolute animal. Hey, I keep mentioning Lou Tang Clan, by the way. If you haven't already, check out the Uncontested Twitter account where we have posted both our Dortal Combat t-shirts and our Lou Tang Clan t-shirts up. Never a better night to get a Lou Tang shirt or a Dortal Combat shirt than the night he drops 42 so go snag one of those. Uh, Justin says, Moses was very impressive tonight. Sloppy at times, but still big numbers against a top center on a top team. Yeah, and again, it's this this debate on is Moses empty stats or is he starting to show something? And that growth, I think, is going to be really, really important. So again, if any of you guys want to hop on stage and chat, please just hit that request to speak button. Uh, while we wait to see if anybody does want to hop up, uh, a couple more thoughts about the Thunder and this game. Um, I wanted to to give an update on Gabriel Deck. Uh, Thunder officially announced that that they have signed Gabriel Deck uh, four years, three years. I can't remember exactly, but it's like four million or a little under four million a season. Uh, Coach Dagnall talked about Deck pregame tonight. Uh, he is still working out getting a visa. And getting over here, uh, so we will see when he shows up. Uh, I am curious to know, like, does he? Does it take him a while to get a visa and to get his work permit and get in the U.S.? And then once he gets here, uh, you know, I don't know if he has a COVID vac- vaccination, and if he does not, he will have to quarantine, um, and that is pushing towards the end of the season, right? Let's say it's the end of this week by the time. He gets all of his paperwork sorted out and gets on a plane and is in, in Oklahoma City and then does a two-week quarantine. Um, maybe he can be over here while he's getting the visa and getting the work permit and be quarantining during that process. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting to see when he joins the team. Uh, Coach Dagnall was, um, said he was unclear on when uh, the Tortuga, the, the turtle, would join the team. 
so we're, we're still kind of up in the air on that, but it's going to be fascinating to see when he gets here, right? 26 year old Euro league player, uh, kind of a, a good feel for the game. Not a, not a wonderful shooter, but can finish at the rim can pass well. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how he slots in. Does he show up and immediately just start getting rotation minutes? Um, that's going to be fun to watch and, and fun to see. So we will see what happens with Gabriel deck moving forward. Um, Silver correcting me. It, it is a four-year deal. I think it's four-year, like 15 million, somewhere around there, roughly. So uh, it's going to be fun to get him in here and and see what he can do as well. Um, some final thoughts on the game tonight. Uh, again, the Thunder continue the tank. Uh, this was loss number nine and seven in a row. Number seven in a row. The Thunder are in sole possession of sixth worst record in the league, or as I like to look at it, perspective, right? Perspective is important. Sixth best lottery odds. Uh, The Thunder are only a half game ahead of the Washington Wizards and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, They're both at seven games behind the worst record. The Thunder at six and a half. Cleveland at six games. So the Thunder are only a half game behind Cleveland. And the Thunder are three games behind the fourth-placed Orlando Magic. Uh, Where the Thunder sit right now, it gives them a 37% chance at a top-four pick and a 9% chance at the number-one overall pick. So those are good odds. Uh, I think, I I legitimately think, like, at this point in the season and how things are progressing and what the Thunder are clearly trying to achieve, I think they're going to end the season with the fifth-best odds in the lottery, which would give them a 42% chance at a top four pick. I think they'll end at fifth. Um, I would love for them to climb all the way to four. Uh, technically, there are only four losses. Uh, they have four less losses than Orlando. Um, I just don't know if Orlando's going to win many more games. Um, Silver brings up in the chat, they play the Wizards twice moving forward. Those are must-lose games. Uh, they have one more game against Toronto. That is a must-lose game. They have a game against Detroit. That's a must-lose game um, if you want to climb these standings. But at the end of the day, I think the Thunder are going to end up with the fifth-worst record in the league, which would give them a 42% chance at a top-four pick. I like those odds. Uh, It would give them a 10% chance at the number-one overall pick. I like those odds. And then it's looking like you're going to end up with a 42% chance for that Rockets pick to convey to Oklahoma City at pick number five. I like those odds as well. Um, the chances of OKC landing one pick inside the top five um, are is increasing, and that is exactly what the team wants. Let's hit a few more questions in the chat before I get out of here. Colin says, could you see Hall or Horde being the two-way players again for next season, or do they look somewhere new? That's an interesting question. I think the Thunder really like to rotate their two-way guys. Uh, we see new two-way guys almost every season, so I would not be surprised, Colin, if you see new two-way guys next season. Um, Justin says Mitchich rumors. His agent said no deal with OKC has been made, but he still expects Mitchich to be in the association next year. Um, here was my take on that, Justin. And for those of you who did not see this, uh, Mitchich's agent did go public and say that there's been no deal and they're not even allowed to talk to NBA teams. That's what your agent is supposed to say whenever you're not allowed to talk to NBA teams because you're in, currently in uh, your EuroLeague season um, and you can't come over right now. That's what your agent's supposed to say. Um, so, I mean, the only way Mitchich can come over is if it's to Oklahoma city, because Oklahoma city has his draft rights. 
um, that that was traded to to the Thunder in the Al Horford trade. So uh, if he comes over, it either A has to be to Oklahoma City, uh, B Oklahoma City would have to trade the rights to Mitchich, or C he would have to come over and then get traded. But there would be uh, there's a, a a waiting period from the time you sign to the time you can get traded. Um, lastly, Ronald says, OKC is currently three games ahead of the Magic and four games ahead of the Pistons. Uh, yes, you're right, Ronald. My bad. Uh, the Tankathon hadn't updated uh, whenever I had first uh, said that a few minutes ago. So, well, guys, uh, once again, the Thunder drop seventh in a row to the Utah Jazz. The The tank is in full effect. But hey, the tank is a little easier to stomach whenever you got the Lu Tang clan going for 40 freaking two. Oh, beautiful. Brings smiles to my face. Uh, Clay wants me to do a sim before we get out of here. I wish I could like share screen share with you guys. Let's do let's do a sim. Let's do a sim. I'm hitting it right now. Oh my god, God bless America. First sim, Oklahoma City gets the number three overall pick. The Houston Rockets pick drops to number six. Thunder get three and six. That's what Evan Mobley and uh, the the kid from Tennessee, or you take six and you trade um, uh, a pick and six, a future pick and six uh, to move up to five to get Jonathan Kaminga. Um, damn, sign me up, man. I'm telling you. Uh, and I will I will post this on Twitter again tonight. If you guys follow me on Twitter at Jacob Niffin on Twitter, every night I post the Thunder Fade for Cade Hopes, which is a breakdown of uh, who the Thunder wants to win the next day in the NBA. So the Thunder's pick uh, continues to climb. Um, I'm also now starting to do uh, a Tankathon sim every night and posting it on Twitter. I do ten sims. And I post where the two Thunder first round picks land in each of those sims. Uh, so as soon as I get this podcast up tonight, I will post those on Twitter. So be on the lookout for that. Also, make sure you check out the uncontested Twitter account at the underscore uncontested. Check out that Lutang clan and the Dortal Combat t-shirts. You know you want one. You want that fresh drip. Go get one. And we will be back with you guys in about 24 hours after the Thunder take on the Golden State Warriors. So make sure you are signed up on the Locker Room app. You join us for that. If you cannot join us because it's a late one, it will always be in the podcast feed immediately after we get off Locker Room so you can find the show there as well. You guys have a great Wednesday. Take it easy. Stay safe. And we will talk with you again soon. (laughs) My co-host Taylor is in the chat, says you guys got Taylor on, on the post game tomorrow. So enjoy it. Taylor always does a great job. We will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining the Locker Room app. We had a ton of people in here tonight. You guys rule. We'll talk to you tomorrow. And as always, thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.